Hi, uh, we're here recording a, I guess, I, I always call them special editions, but I guess it's another, it's just an edition of this community spotlight thing. And the world sucks right now. And we're just here to talk about that. And I think somebody has speakers on or something because I'm hearing myself. <laughs> That's okay. Um, all right, so uh, I'm Dave, Math Guy Dave. And I'm here with Mark. Hey. Uh, the Sheiks. Hello. Ryan. Hi, everyone. And Steve. Hey, everybody. Steve. Yeah, so I don't really know exactly what this is going to be, but we're just going to kind of talk about the world and how we're living in it currently. So I guess that's my, my first question is just, like, how is everybody doing? So, like, generally, how are you holding up? Um, yeah, so Mark, what's going on? You doing okay? Yeah, um, you know, I'm in the central Florida over on the East Coast um, out by Kennedy Space Center. So we just went into our official 30-day lockdown starting midnight Thursday. Um, the, you know, the most difficult thing here is is just the herd mentality of people going out and shopping. So, um, <laughs> you mean, other than that, uh, the roads have cleared up, which is nice, but um, there's still a lot more people out than I think really need to be. And, and I work in one of those fields that's considered essential. Um, so, you know, we're just plugging along. Yeah, so I, don't, I know we're going to get to more of this stuff as we go along, but um, we were talking a little bit before about how kind of our approach to this is different than some of these other countries that have done these things. And like, we have a very broad definition of what is essential. So like our governor in Iowa, who's one of five that has not locked down her state, um, says that even if she did, 81% of Iowa jobs are essential anyway. And so all these places would still be open. So, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure in like Wuhan, they just closed everything, including all the factories and all of that stuff. So I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a, well, nothing will matter, so I'm not going to do anything approach. <laughs> I mean, she's doing stuff, but yeah. I never had that impression that Iowa was 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 that essential so that's pretty impressive <laughs> well apparently 81 percent of our jobs are um banking insurance food production and energy production and all of those things are essential services so well, i could see i could see the food production that's a big a big thing in iowa so yeah, yeah i mean but yeah. couldn't you still lock down the rest of it though i mean so we have closed a lot of things but um so for example like restaurants are closed and the schools are closed and the churches are closed and after the media made a really big deal about them allowing this horse auction to happen with a hundred like a hundred or two hundred people showing up to bid on horses um she's limited livestock auctions and people have to stay in their cars now to do them in the future like 25 people in their cars oh <laughs> but that sounds it like a real necessity that they had an option. But, 
For example, this news story posts every day that there's this chain of um, sex toy stores that's still allowed to be open right now because I don't know why. They weren't on the list of things. So it isn't essential things are only open. It is these things that I've listed are closed. So if you're not on that list, which she did not put adult toy store on there, um, you get to be open still. So. Yeah. I just really want to go to an auction where you get to honk your horn in your car <laughs> to, to make a place a bid. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe we'll slightly go out of order. So Ryan and Steve, you guys are, but is there anything different about, like you live really close to Mark, I think the two of you. Yeah, so. we're all Florida representing. Yeah, all kind of central Florida. Uh, like, are you guys still going to work or working from home or what's that situation like? You go ahead and take this first, Steve. Oh, um, yeah. Like Mark, I am essential. I I fix medication machines in hospitals, so I, I'm still going to work every day. Although just starting a vacation, poorly timed, but <laughs> maybe maybe not. It depends what happens. But yeah, so I, we've still been going to work, but everything's kind of a uh, emergencies only. So work has cut down. Um, which is kind of nice, but every time I go to work, there's a potential for, you know, getting sick. So I, I'm pretty much guaranteed to get it, but so I don't know. Um, it's nice. Like Mark said, traffic has died down. There's not, we don't have tourists all over the place, which is our biggest economy thing, but yeah, getting from point A to point B is nicer. And I will also say I was out today and there are way more people than what need to be out there's just so many people still out just going shopping just going whatever's and yeah with so many people aren't not working during the week i think it's just people getting out of the house and for us being on a lockdown state it, it there's really too many people out and about yeah i mean i i can i can certainly attest to that as well uh I mean, I I think I try to go out maybe once a week now, um, and that's mainly just for sanity's sakes. And most of that's just to go out to uh, to brush my I hunt my husky because otherwise he just sheds and everything gets in the house, uh, you know. But you know, we we were kind of mentioning a little bit before. Uh, I think right now the only time that I actually get outside of my house, like the property of it, is uh, I've I've golfed twice now since kind of all of this happened within like the last month uh well one next or tomorrow morning and then one a couple weeks ago but you know even with that it's i'm only seeing four people while i'm out there but the roads have cleared up um i went to go get some stuff from walmart because it's like we were out of some essential stuff that we need and i saw a spectrum of people that kind of fall into three different categories one that seemed like they did not care in the world, no protection, no nothing, still getting right next to you in line, like uh -huh. they like they have no clue what's happening. Um, the other group is people that have you know face masks, maybe some gloves on, kind of minimal protection. They're trying to keep social distancing. It's great. Then you have the other extreme to where like you can't see a, 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 an inch of their skin. They're completely hazmatted up. 
you know, so you get the full spectrum of, of what's over there, you know, even at Walmart. But, um, you know, there is a lot of stuff going on. And as far as work, my company actually made the decision for everybody to work from home about a month ago. Huh. So we've been we've been in full sweep doing that. Uh, just in a big transition over to using Microsoft Teams and just told everybody, congratulations, you're now working from home. <laughs> so it's good so, that they have that option. Uh, yeah, I mean they they've they've worked a lot to kind of set us up in a way to where we can be very mobile. I mean we're a we're a sales based consulting firm for restaurants, so you know we're not necessarily essential. We could be very uh, very mobile, you know, if it calls for it, but, you know, we're basically being called in to, you know, CEOs from, you know, different food brands of saying, all right, look, my company has obviously taken a drastic hit. What do I do? Help me get through this. So, you know, it's good that we can work through, you know, just remote and everything else. Okay. Um, I had some comments, but I'll wait, I'll, I'll do my thing after, <laughs> after Dave goes. So, Dave, what's life like in uh, North Carolina? Uh, so, okay, there's a couple of counties here that have, have uh, like a shelter-in-place order, and uh, and the rest of the state is just kind of, you know, stay at home as much as possible, so it's not uh, quite as locked down. Uh, my company has had me working at home since 1999, so um, <laughs> it's not that that's, <laughs> No effect whatsoever on me, so I, I, I work for myself, so it's, uh, I've done that for ages. Uh, the, the biggest difference around here is my wife is at home now. She's a professor at Duke, and uh, uh, so she, she's been teaching some classes, so I get to, to be like the IT guy to help her get get uh, <laughs> video and, and audio and things working on her computer. But, um, hmm. you know, for the most part, it hasn't been a big deal. Uh, my My mom is uh, uh you know in the in the prime age that if she gets the uh, you know COVID 19 it's going to be seriously not good and uh so uh, i've had her pretty much locked up in her apartment <laughs> for a month or something like that i feel sorry yeah. for her but but it's you know it's not it, it just it'd be crazy for for her to be getting out so i have to go run over there and you know get her groceries and stuff like that and take things and pick up her mail and pay her rent and all that kind of stuff but um, that's, that's the main things that I've been doing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think, um, I, I don't know how much we want to talk about this stuff, but I know a, a couple of us at least have like reasons that we've been like personal reasons. We've been very concerned about this from the beginning. So mm -hmm. like, um, I, I'm sure Ryan is in that case too, but we don't need oh, to yeah. go into all of I that, mean, but yeah, um, I mean, that's something that we could talk about later. Yeah. So I, I was, on this very early that like this is a this is a big deal and like before my spring break let out my students were all like oh i'll see you in a week i'm like nope we are not coming back and they're like oh what do you mean i'm like <laughs> this is going to be really bad by the time our spring break is over because we got out on march the 7th and i've been tracking this since february and telling people it was a big deal and everybody here in iowa was like laughing at me that it was ever going to be a problem and hey guess what <laughs> it's a problem so uh, yeah me personally i'm just frustrated that we have run into a thing where we need the world to understand math and exponential growth and they don't um <laughs> that's the worst part is the people who are just oblivious to it and i haven't seen like ryan said um like the full hazmat suit person at the store yet but i'm waiting for it 
<laughs> yeah, it was I, very like I've I saw two of them at Walmart during one trip. Wow. So I haven't seen anyone, but for me, I have been getting my groceries delivered for a few weeks. The only thing that I do is I go to the little natural grocery store that like I drive by the uh, the bigger grocery stores and the parking lots are full. And I go to this organic grocery store and there's like four cars and they have a sign that's like stay six feet away from everybody. And for the most part, that's hard not to do. Um, the only people I had trouble with were the, the people stocking the shelves, because if they were stocking by something that I wanted, that was a little bit of yeah. an issue. But like that is the place I'm going to get the things that I can't get delivered, because when you click that you want something by the time they deliver three days later, um, they're out of that thing. So, so yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen a single person in Dubuque, Iowa wearing a mask or anything like that. Um, most of the people that oh boy. my wife works with think it's just a joke still. And they're in the medical field, but they, they oh. don't believe it still. Um, so I can't talk too much about that because this is going to get posted somewhere. But um, <laughs> I, I did a little binomial probability calculation based on uh, how many cases there are in Dubuque uh, identified. And then the fact that conservatively, we've identified at most 10% of the cases that are here because um, we're almost not testing at all in Iowa. So there's probably 200 cases in Dubuque right now. And if you bring in like 200 people a week into your office, um, it's going to take you about two weeks to be sitting in a room for 15 minutes to an hour with somebody that has this, which is a really, really good way to get it and spread it to everybody in the office. So, you know, <laughs> uh, luckily she's working. She's been doing telehealth and uh, starting Monday, she's working from home. So she doesn't have to even go in there anymore. Um, although her schedule is kind of emptying out because people don't want to do telehealth or they're not very good at selling it to them. I'm not sure, but otherwise it's just me and the kid have been here since March the 13th. Um, don't really leave. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been zwifting in the basement and I do little runs uh, around the neighborhood here and just avoid people all that I can. So I haven't been within six feet of anyone except one grocery store checker in the last month. That's not my that wife or my though. kid. <laughs> so, Oh, and I'm teaching on zoom. So I, oh, my classes go. are meeting mostly live. And unfortunately it totally screws up the way that I teach, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Cause I do not lecture ever. That's not how I work at all. And I'm having to do some of that now because I can't figure out a lot of other ways to do things, but. Yeah, but there's, a, okay. there's an interesting dynamic here with this group too. Um, it seems like most of our spouses have, are, are working from home or not working. My wife got laid off last Wednesday. Um, and so it, it seems like half of everybody is not working or, or working sporadically. Yeah, they have canceled our summer classes already. 
well, not canceled, but moved them all online. So, yeah. Okay. Um, good enough. The the next thing that I had was, um, well, I have a few things. I don't know which way we want to go. Uh, I, I had a thing on here about um, fitness. So I guess we could talk about, like, this is a thing that I realized this week is, like, when I, I, I'm keeping up with my workouts, I have been doing them. But I realized this week that when I go to work on a given day, I get 10,000 steps just walking between my classes. And I'm not getting those anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I have to figure something out. So we walked the dogs a couple of times today. But, you know, indoor biking and trying to get back into running. Um, Dave, I know your basketball is gone. So what, what are you... Uh, how are you fixing that? Yeah, that's that's the biggest impact on me so far. Is I don't don't get to play basketball three days a week, which is terrible. But um, the I, I live in a neighborhood that's pretty hilly, and I, I've been taking my dog out for walks pretty consistently. He, he's he's a funny dog. He he likes to run like mad. So for him, a, a walk is actually kind of boring because he wants to you know go chase a deer and chase all the squirrels. But uh, we, we go out and you know go two or three miles and. Uh, uh, up and down the hills is, is decent exercise, so that's good. And uh, uh, I also have been, you know, just doing some calisthenics and stuff in the house. That's easy to do. And I, I you know, walk up and down the stairs twenty times. Uh, to, you know, take a break from working and do that. Um, so, so it's 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 not bad. My knees are actually feeling much better than I normally do from all of the the <laughs> banging around playing basketball. So that's that's a, a plus, I guess. <laughs> that's um, good. Anybody else have uh I know Mark usually hits the gym and stuff like that. So you found any replacement for that activity? Um, it's a little on the frustrating side. Um, <clears throat> you know, I used to uh, hit the CrossFit gym four or five, sometimes six days a week. And of course they knew very early on because the, the gym that I go to, it's run by a former firefighter and a former EMT. Mm. So kind of got a, an idea on what needs to be done for the cleanliness and the sanitation. Um, so, you know, they actually allowed us to check out equipment without any additional fees. Although obviously we're still paying oh. for the, the CrossFit, but um, they've gone to doing zoom workouts. Um, they're, they're sending out stuff. The, the disappointing part is that the workouts that they're creating don't necessarily take into account the equipment that we've checked out because not everyone checked out equipment. So it kind of feels like a, a waste of effort. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of that kind of an interaction. So it's probably had a, a, a little bit more of a negative impact on me workout wise, because I'm just not interested in doing a lot of the other stuff. So I've been trying to fill it in by getting out and paddle boarding at least once a week. Um, and, and trying That's to pick good. back up where I used to do my running. Um, but I, I'm confident that I'm going to come out the other side of this at least 10 pounds heavier. <laughs> See, that's, that's where I'm at. My, my work has, I mean, one of the positive sides of working from home is that you can just work from home. One of the negative sides is if you're on an important project, now you have no reason that you can't just spend 12 hours a day. So... You know, being assigned to a very special project, it was uh, 
there's these high priorities that I need to get to. So, you know, especially this last week, I've been working 12 hour days. So where do you find time to work out? So I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that I'm, uh, I'm going to be gaining weight during this set. Yeah, uh-huh, think- that's right. Got you all beat. I'm not doing anything, which is what I've always done. <laughs> <laughs> Steve gets a, his uh, exercise typing for the wiki. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> there you go. Chasing my dogs around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got two more things here, um, and I think one of them goes into the other. So we'll we'll start with this one. So when this first kind of started happening. Um, and when I, when I realized it was going to be a big problem here, and uh, I, it was actually my daughter's birthday was the day that the NBA closed and Tom Hanks got. Oh. Yeah. So, like, that was that was not great timing and kind of symbolic of things. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I, I was really pretty stressed out about this stuff, especially because just looking around and, like, nobody is listening like nobody thinks this is big, a big deal and it's a really big deal and uh you know so i i've had some trouble dealing with that for a while i'm doing much better now i think uh, i'm trying to tell myself that these curves are going to go the right way although i'm a little concerned about the data and i'd like to actually see one curve in the united states turn the right way at some point um but um We'll see. So, but I have some hope that maybe by June, like, I can go outside again. But <laughs> yeah. So, how do how do I deal with stress? I've been trying to like not check the news as often, but I'm failing at that mm-hmm. miserably. Hmm. So, because I watch all of those really bad presidential press conferences, just waiting to hear anything that people besides the president say. Uh oh, it got political. I didn't mean it to. But um, actually, Dr. Burke, Dr. Fauci, I like listening to them. Uh, maybe they should just do those and not anybody else. Um, so I listen to those. I listen to my governor every day to see if she's ever going to stop being one of the five governors in the country that hasn't ordered a shelter in place. Um, so I do that. This is all not helping me with stress. But uh, things that I, that I have done... <laughs> is uh, doing things with my kid because she's home. And uh, mm-hmm. we've been playing a lot of games. We're playing Betrayal Legacy. Uh, we've been playing Mice and Mystics, although that has caused a lot of stress. That game is annoying. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm still doing running and stuff. That helps me quite a bit. And uh, I don't know. I, it's it's OK. I think the other thing that's helped, and I know one of the first nights that I've kind of felt normal for the first time during this was uh, one of the nights we played D&D. So it was like, because uh, Andy from the Discord showed up playing an otter and speaking an Elmo voice. And uh, it was hilarious. And that was the first time I had laughed in a little while. <laughs> so that has helped some. But anybody else? Uh, so... One of the one of the larger things that have helped me through this, and I was actually in a call with Jason uh, as we were just kind of uh, playing one of the free games that was kind of put on the Epic Store. And um, one of the larger things that I've done is I've cut out a lot of social media. I, I only really go on social media if I'm tagged on something, and I only go directly to that post 
and you know I'll like or reply or whatever as needed, and then immediately close that. Um, you know, because there's a lot of good, bad, ugly stuff on the social media. So if I could cut out the bad and the ugly on there, then it seems to uh, help my day just a little bit better. Yeah, there's you can get as deep into the rabbit hole of all this as you want to, but it's not healthy. It, it's it's going to do what it's going to do. And you're, all the extra information is just going to make it worse if you're one of those people who gets really anxious about all the bad stuff everywhere. It, it's just not going to help. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But so the other I side is... I would, I would... Oh, go ahead, Tim. No, go ahead. I was going to say, the other side of this, you know, getting off of social media is, in, in favor of staying on it, is check in on the people you may not talk to a lot. Um, I've been hitting up, you know, people on Discord and, you know, family members that I don't talk to that much. Check in on them. Ask them how they're doing. You know, talk to other people that you don't normally talk to and socialize as much as you can without going out to socialize. Yeah. You know, maybe your checking in will help one of those people out just feel a little, you know, more wanted in their daily, you know, life being locked up all the time. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately in the the field that I work in because I'm I'm in social services and I um, you know, I'm working on a regular basis with organizations, families, individuals that are experiencing homelessness. Um, it's just that constant presence of information and trying to find resources. So I guess as an agency, um, a week ago, Friday, uh, all of us went in and actually recorded a PSA. And uh, we just started getting some drafts of it to try and put out on social media to try and help um, just remind people that you know, that they're not alone when they're, when they're looking at their lack of a paycheck. Um, mm -hmm. And it seems, it seems silly at the time that you're doing it. And, and, you know, and you can hate just like a lot of us that are, that are on discord, you know, we hate the way we sound on a microphone. Um, and mm -hmm. if, if you don't, then you probably hate the way you look in a video. So to put both of those together, hmm. you have to step aside from that ego and say, you know what, is the message worth the discomfort? And, um, you know, for me, my work has just increased tremendously. Um, and at a office of seven, I'm the only one that has no minor children. Um, and I'm the only one that doesn't have, you know, uh, a parent of that range that doesn't live nearby. So it's, it's put me in the position where I'm, I'm in the office now. I, I actually live here. So one of the things that I've been doing, this also, uh, th this is very different than like you, Mark, where you're sort of in the middle, in the mix of uh, real, real world stuff. But one of the things I've done um, to just, you know, kind of uh, take, advantage of the fact that there's this a little bit of extra time although i work a lot of hours anyhow so i don't have a lot of extra time but uh I, i've i've actually uh joined a couple of of uh web or, or subscribed to a couple of web uh services one's called Masterclass, which has uh some really interesting classes that uh uh you can 
you know, watch and, and learn things from interesting people. And another one's brilliant.org. And I'm not getting paid any kickbacks for these for mentioning them, just they're, <laughs> they're, 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 they're neat things to uh, spend some time on. And it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've been thinking about I've, my, I'm always doing stuff with my daughter where we challenge each other to, to read stuff and things like that. So that's always fun, but mm-hmm. um, you know, taking the opportunity to say, Hey, you know, uh, let's learn some Chinese or let's learn, uh, you know, another language or just, you know, uh, sharpen the saw a little bit from the seven habits of uh, highly effective people, <laughs> that terminology mm-hmm. of just going out and say, you know, if you got some time, uh, instead of sitting around worrying about stuff, uh, do something to improve yourself or, or help other people. You know, I went out and donated blood for the first time in a long time, uh, you know, a week ago Wednesday and that, that was good. Uh, that was something my wife and I were talking about just the other day too, is thinking that hopefully people take the time to do something like that, learn a language, uh, pick up an instrument, do something that you've always wanted to do now that you probably have some free time and it's you know not something everyone has, but you can do something that might bring you some joy and uh, disconnect you from all the news for a while. Mm-hmm. Does, does learning yeah, that's is learning fantasy grow? Oh, yeah, count, yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, because I mean, this is also get out there and, and do that. Yeah, I mean, I I was having kind of the same conversation with my wife. Uh, you know, I filtered around a different series of things, but you know, it pretty much distilled into, you know, use this time to experiment with different hobbies. You're not working. You're you're not you're you're not traveling. You're not out on the road. Instead of sticking your face you know, on Pinterest or Facebook or Twitter for, you know, six, eight, ten hours a day just scrolling endlessly. It takes some of that time, hopefully the majority of that time, to figure out, you know, new hobbies or learn a new skill or, you know, something else. You know, there's there's Udemy, there's Skillshare, there's Masterclass, there's a lot of other things that you can kind of right now, because there's, I mean, take advantage of a lot of places right now are doing extreme discounts on these online courses. Take advantage of that while you can, start to dedicate a little bit of time to it, and even if it is like another hobby, if you spent 10 bucks on a class, or it was free, okay, you only wasted 10 bucks and or, you know, maybe an hour or so to learn if you wanted if you have some interest on it or if you don't. Man, another side of that too is, you know, we were talking about exercising and taking care of that before. Mm -hmm. If you've always been one of those people who I don't have time to exercise, I don't have time to take care of myself. Now you do push-ups and, you know, sit-ups are free. Yeah. So I have, uh, Oh, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, I have two things on this one, some kind of like I'm in a group that's doing a, daily fitness challenge. So yeah, I think that's totally a thing. So we could do something like that. But the other side of this, um, my wife's a psychologist and we were talking about some of this today. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm going to like clean my house like I've never done before, or I'm going to do all of this stuff. <laughs> and the reality is that most people are like so stressed and or depressed by the isolation that like, it's okay if you can't do these things too. Like, Maybe it's something that's going to help you cope through this if you can, but some people just aren't going to be able to. And that's just kind of how it is. So we just kind of have to make Mm -hmm. it through this. And don't feel bad if you're the person that just doesn't feel like you can do a fitness thing right now or doesn't feel like you can do, you know, some big new project or something like that. Like, you just have to, to get 
through it one way or another. So yeah, awesome I mean, if you can do this, but yeah, the, the I mean, take some of the stuff from from what we were talking about as far as the stress relief. I mean, that in itself, doing some of that is going to make a big improvement. And then if you do have extra time on your hands, you know, look into some other stuff, you know, definitely, you know, a new hobby, a new skill, bettering yourself, cleaning your house, you know, whatever that is. Yeah, I thought the first time I went to the store when all the hoarding started <clears throat> and the cleaning aisle was just blown out. My <laughs> first thought was, wow, some of these people are finally going to clean their houses. Um, <laughs> no, no. And they're not. Um, well, what did my, you think, Steve, when, when you noticed that all the toilet paper was missing? <laughs> Dude, I was going to get some that day and I didn't realize the hoarding had started. I was so confused. Um, but yeah, it it's funny. Uh, well, I mean, the other thing that's, that, that has kicked up and, um, you know, obviously all of us are together on this call because we were brought together by, um, you know, by that shared interest in, in DNR, but then, you know, gaming in general. Um, and like, I, I see people posting on discord all the time and I'm jealous or like, man, I can't remember the last time I only played one game in a day. <laughs> yeah yeah i i i'm in that camp right now of like I, I i definitely don't have enough time for running anything right now um you know most of you on this call know know all of that already but the i i desperately want another another game desperately want one but i just i just don't have that time right now yeah, even those of us, most of us on this call play in a couple of different games. And we're still scheduling, you know, one every three weeks or so, maybe every two. But there are people who are just like, all right, I'm doing, like you said, one a day, at least. Some people are just going crazy with it because it is their <laughs> <Andy>. outlet. <laughs> Andy, cough, cough. Um, yeah, but it's it's their outlet and it makes them happy and they're entertaining mm -hmm. other people while everyone's in the same situation you know it i wish we could invite more people into the groups but it's you know unrealistic to say let's have an eight person group but yeah mm -hmm. it gaming is one of those things that if you can find a small group of people who want to play the same kind of game and it's an easy way to fill a couple a couple hours mm -hmm. and it's stress relieving if it, if it's fun and goes well yeah, I think it's one of those things that it's it's always been an escape from reality, but like now it's mm. more important to escape from reality than normal. Yeah. <laughs> so like I I'm just doing that same amount of D and D that I was. But um like I said, I'm also playing games with my daughter. So like Betrayal Legacy is is a like ongoing campaign sort of thing that, that we're doing and my mystics is the same deal. Um, so doing one or, or the other of those every single day is there's two hours when I'm not checking the news and I'm not, you know, doing other stuff. So I throw that on to like a run or a bike ride. And, um, you know, there's three hours of my day that I'm not looking at stuff. So, yeah, I mean, also for the everyone that's wanted to experiment, uh, like being a DM now's the perfect time to do it you know you can get a small group of people together you know you only need 
three people total, including yourself, you know, sit down, experiment with it. You know, I'm sure anybody, you know, no matter if you, if you fall flat on your face with it, you're still going to have fun with it, you know? So use the time to experiment with that. I'll throw two other things out uh, for people that, that, that doesn't have anything to do with gaming, but um, if you're, if you're stressed out, uh, there's a lot of resources on the web uh, and apps and various other things that you can look at for uh, mindfulness uh, meditation type things. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's actually, I, I, I like a lot of the uh, meditation things where you're just, just refocusing. So take, take, uh, you know, five, 10 minutes to do some, some breathing and, and uh, focus in. And, you know, for me during, during the workday, I'll do that and you know, get, get myself refocused and, and be much more effective at, at uh, programming or whatever. Um, the other, the other thing is that there's a ton of little uh, things that you can do for exercise. Even if you're stuck, you know, in a small space, my daughter's in a, uh, an apartment in New York city, <laughs> just a little, little tiny postage stamp apartment. So, uh, you, you know, not supposed to be going out anywhere. Um, but there's, you know, the seven minute workout and a bunch of things like that, that, um, mm -hmm. I, I have a, uh, app called streaks workout that I like. And, and there's, there's a lot of things on the web too on YouTube for just saying, you know, here, here's a, you know, five minute or 10 minute, you know, quick, quick thing that you can do that, you know, can, can get you away from things for a bit and, and, and get your heart rate up a little bit and, and make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. But when we're talking about healthy, um, you know, healthy behaviors, uh, one of the things that we that we push is having a schedule, um, especially when everybody's out of work, kids are out of school. Um, it, it's so important to the uh, just to the human um, the human nature to have a schedule, to set times to eat, to to maintain something, to set bedtimes, regardless of how old your kids are in the house. It it helps those days go by, and it helps. Um, break up the monotony because you can, you can get sucked into eight hours of Netflix if you don't break it up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wait, what's wrong with that? <laughs> well, that's, for you. that's a, that's a step in the right direction. I've been walking, watching bad movies all week. <laughs> On the, the uh, like mindfulness thing. I have one other thing. I haven't done this, but just, you know, my wife talks a lot about mindfulness and stuff. I know she does that with a lot of uh, patients and things. But um, one thing that I've heard about is morning pages. Has anybody heard of morning pages before? Uh -uh. Uh, basically, mm -hmm. the idea is that as soon as you wake up, you just write like two to three like stream of consciousness, longhand pages of like what's on your mind. Um, whatever the heck it is, whether it's like a shopping list or it's about your dream or it's about like just how you're feeling that day or the stress or uh, whatever. And then you, you don't have to keep them or anything. The purpose of it is just to kind of clear all that stuff out of your head. Um, I've heard good things about this and maybe that's the thing I should try to do while I'm here stuck at home for the next, I think June is the next time I'm leaving my house. I don't know about you guys, but um, <laughs> I'm hoping for June. <laughs> If, so, I, if I'm going to write two to three pages uh, longhand, I better do it on a, a like post-it note or something like that. And my, <laughs> my hand gets tired after about half a sentence. I never write by hand. So. <laughs> I have enough stacks of paper and notes around. I don't need to do more than that. I, I, I assume typing is okay too, though. But. 
that might work. But I think, yes, yeah, Steve, you could just keep writing notes for that area game. So that yep, would be fine. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up to 34 pages. Yeah. Uh, the, the last thing that I had was just sharing some sites that people actually do want to look at. So there are so many places you can get news right now. Um, before we get to that, did anybody else have anything that they wanted to talk about? Maybe something we missed or I don't know. I'm sure we could talk about this forever because it, yeah. it's just life right now. But <laughs> Well, I think the one thing that I would kind of want to throw out is, and I know that I've been coming across as having uh, you know a fair amount of bad news and stuff, but you know what I have seen working in, in this field is that there's a tremendous movement of people that are stepping up and helping without being asked. Um, every day I am getting calls. We are getting donations from, from folks that they just want to help their neighbor. And I think that's something that mm -hmm. as a, as a nation, I don't think we've seen that since September 13th, you know, September 12th. Yeah. When, when there was that, that idea that we were getting forged together as a singular group trying to trying to survive. And and that's been refreshing to think that even with all of the divisiveness that is going on, whether it be in the media, in the political uh, circles, that at its base, most people still want to help other people. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's an excellent point. I, I, uh, uh, I challenged all the people I played basketball with to donate blood when I did because I, I, I one night when I normally would be play, playing basketball I was at do, donating blood so I challenged everybody to go out and do that and uh, I've been chatting with some of my cousins and I have actually a cousin that lives in Iowa Dave and oh. uh, he, he's he's been out helping at a like a you know hand out meals to, to people who are out of work or you know homeless and all that kind of stuff and I, I think there are a lot of people out there that are doing things that are that are helping so that's that's always a good uh, uh, good thing to see yep okay yeah, I, I think something to keep in mind as, as people are still going out and doing that be nice to the people who are out still working um I, it's real easy to be frustrated and anxious yeah. and in your own head about a lot of things there's a lot of people who are still working who probably want a day off um to go isolate a little bit and step back from it um so try and be nice to the people who are out there doing the things that you need to go have done you know there's mm -hmm. still a lot of other people who are still working who are still providing and it's hard on everybody yeah i have a lot of uh, old friends from Publix that i used to work at and they're telling me stories nonstop about how it's either extremely positive or extremely negative about how people are reacting mm -hmm. and there's a lot more negative than there is positive just from, you know, people going to store asking, you know, Hey, look, I don't see this on the shelf. Do you have any? And they go, Nope, we're sold out. And then they start screaming and yelling at them. You're literally shooting the messenger at that point. You know, they're just there. They're doing the best that they can. You know, they're not the ones to sit there and yell at. It's not there. The product's not there. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. Um, you know, they're still trying to make a living, they're still considered essential, you know, they're, they have feelings just like you do. 
Yeah, I think that's that's really good. I know um, we definitely don't have like masks and stuff to give to grocery store workers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they're doing something. I know they're putting like uh, glass dividers up here between the uh, the checkout people and the customers now. So yeah, if you go to a, if you go to a home improvement store, they have the best version of those. Yeah, they've just bolted things to the cash registers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the last thing that I had then was um, I have some things that I check, and and these are mostly uh, data related because I'm, I'm a mathematician, right? So like most of what I want to look at is graphs and charts and data. Um, so one one place, and also data is, although can't totally believe everything, uh, for the most part. It's not spun horribly one direction or the other. So um, healthdata.org, that's the one that uh, Dr. Burks talks about. I have seen there's a few problems with their some of the assumptions that they make because um, like some of their information on states is not totally correct. But uh, if you do check it, it will show like an estimated peak and like total like expected deaths and cases like state by state and when the curve is going to flatten, assuming that everybody follows all of the rules. Um, And again, this is all just models, but it's interesting Mm -hmm. stuff to look at. Um, And then another one I, there is uh, this one I'll just put in the the notes and actually I'll put all of these in there, but it's um, atish, A-A-T-I-S-H-B.com slash COVID trends. And the reason that I like this one is they put everything on a logarithmic scale and they do um, like worldwide and you can do confirmed cases or reported deaths. And what you can do is actually see when all of these curves start to bend. So like you can see the China curve bend, you can see that the Italy curve is starting to bend down, the Spain curve is flattened but hasn't bent down. And the U.S. is still on wild exponential growth. Um, but, you know, we're a couple of weeks behind them. So if you go out, you know, another seven days, maybe our curve is doing the same thing. Um, but anyway, I, I like this one because this is the one that's going to show me first when our curve is actually doing something nice. Um, I think what you meant to say was we're overachievers, Dave. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and you can look at it state by state, too, and, like, click some of them off and on and, some states do have lower, like slower growing exponential curves than others, but they're all growing exponentially. So um, anyway, that, that's kind of interesting. Uh, the third thing, I've shared some of these articles around on the DNR server and other places, but there's this guy, Thomas Puyo, Puyo, I'm not sure, who writes stuff for Medium, and he's got a lot of great data in those. Every one of his articles I've shared with um, all the people that I share things with which in my life is like a couple of Discord servers and my dad, but that's okay. Um, so he's really smart and there's some good stuff in there. And he's, he's been on this from the beginning. And then my weird recommendation is my favorite basketball podcast, which is the Dunked On NBA podcast. Um, you know, the NBA is not happening, but they're still doing episodes. And then the last 45 minutes or so of episodes for the last two weeks, 
have been, they've taken all of the time that they were spending analyzing like basketball statistics, which this is the nerdiest basketball <laughs> podcast out there of salary cap minutia and advanced statistics and analytics. And they're putting all of that time into reading all of the news every day, analyzing all these things. Um, so basically all these sites that I go to, they go to them and, and more. And then they're talking about stuff for 30 to 45 minutes. And next week, it's getting spun off into the coronavirus, the coronavirus daily podcast um, with Nate Duncan and Ben Taylor, um, two nerdy analytics guys talking about coronavirus. And um, it's a good place to just get their goal is to give you a place to get all of the news of the day in 30 to 40 minutes instead of having to like crawl all over the web reading all these stories um so they're trying to aggregate everything for you and then analyze a little bit so i don't know if anybody else has things that they that they check out or maybe things you've learned not to look at um, <laughs> um one of the things you may not know is that you can actually go to the cdc and get weekly updates mm -hmm. on COVID 19 directly from the cdc I have not done yeah. that. There's actually a lot of other good stuff on the CDC side about uh, information about how to wash your hands effectively and and uh, actual studies of saying, you know, what are the things about, you know, th that you could do when you uh, create a mask or how to make a mask out of a T-shirt or whatever. <laughs> There's a bunch of bunch of interesting things, but how effective those are so you can actually get get some sense of are, are you doing things and, and is there a sensible reason for it so i, I i've uh, got some valuable stuff there and mostly i just pick mine up from what everyone else posts but then it's weeding through one who posts it to what the site is you know in all the information but uh there was one i did find and i've seen it a couple other places called worldometers.info um they basically have all the numbers from around the world and it, it's updated pretty oh, constantly nice. but yeah there's there, there's too many sources and too much yeah. info so I, I haven't really spent a lot of time digging for all of that i did check out the cdc site i did look at a few others but it's don't go down the rabbit hole it's not not good <laughs> I, I will say I've been pretty far down the rabbit hole of, of data with this, but I, I think it's for me, it's just like all of those times when I'm teaching modeling or something to students and they don't care at all. And now I'm just like, this is why we're in so much trouble is because none of them would listen to me for the last like 15 years when I've been trying to teach about math modeling and now none of them understand it and so <laughs> they're going into walmart with four thousand people because they they don't know any better so <laughs> uh, the worst possible thing that we could have is a, a problem that requires people to understand mathematics in america because uh, we're, we're in big trouble <laughs> so it probably anyway. applies to both countries though <laughs> yeah probably I'm, I'm Although, hoping... yeah yeah I'm hoping it brings back an appreciation for math and science and important things. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. One, one, other, one other real quick thing on the yeah. uh, if if you like to watch videos, I think 
uh, the guy's name is, is or the, the site or the, on YouTube is, uh, or whatever you call it, channel or whatever you call it on YouTube. I'm not a big YouTube person, but is, is it like Dr. Mike? Is that, is that, does that sound right to everybody? Yeah. Yeah. That, there yeah, was someone Dr. posted Mike. a video in the COVID channel from Dr. Mike. I think yeah. it was three yeah. originally. To Travis, Travis has posted a couple of things from him, but yeah, I'd never heard of him because uh, I'm again, I'm not a big YouTube person, but um, I, I watched his interview with Dr. Uh, Fauci, and that was actually excellent. Yeah. So um, uh, it's probably worth checking out. Yeah, Dr. Mike and Phil DeFranco, uh, I think they both distill the information down to a pretty good level, um, and they use a lot of those other sources and kind of bring it to you know, kind of an easy to consume, don't be stupid level. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep the video that, short and make the information important. Yeah. yeah. I, um, Dave, did you listen to the uh, Coach K podcast with Dr. Fauci? No. I mean, okay. You <laughs> should check Dr. it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not. So, I'm not a Duke basketball fan. My wife is. A okay. <laughs> well, I thought maybe being locally, but yeah, Dr. Fauci was on uh, Coach K's podcast and uh, gave some basketball analogies that kind of make sense. Like we're not at halftime yet and, uh, you know, we're way behind, <laughs> but we're going to fight back in the second half and uh, things like that. So it's was, it was kind of interesting. <laughs> so, okay. I think I got all these sites down that everybody mentioned and um, we've talked for all, over an hour now, so I think I'm going to cut this off. If anybody has any last words, um, stay safe, everyone. <laughs> but wait, I didn't get to my politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hold on just a second. We, we can do that uh, politics right after I do this one thing. Dang it, I forgot the command to make Steve leave. Or make uh -oh. leave. Craig, not Steve. Steve has to stay. <laughs> you failed. It's like, Steve wow, that's pretty bold right there. You yeah. can't stop me. Okay, bye, everybody. <laughs>